All right, welcome to May 12th on Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. I am your host, Joseph DiCristoforo. And for the next five minutes, I'm going to be talking about America. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So let's begin the program with the Pledge of Allegiance. Everybody stand up. Let's face the flags if we have one and put our right hands over our hearts and begin. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. America! Very nice. Okay, now on today's program, the Tammany Society is formed. We'll wish a happy birthday to Chuck Hall, the father of 3D printing. Ernie Banks hits his 500th homer. Okay, so now let's get started. 1789, Tammany Society is formed. Also known as the Columbian Order, this New York City political organization lasted two centuries. It started out as a club back in Philly in 1772, and its first grand sanction, or leader, was wealthy philanthropist William Mooney. The name Tammany comes from Native American Lenape Chief Taminens, or the Affable, a peacemaker from Delaware who is a friend of William Penn, would no doubt wonder today how his name would become synonymous with corruption after Boss Tweed got a hold of Tammany Hall, which I'll get into in a moment. Aaron Burr, or as I like to call him, M.B., would use the Tammany Hall as a political force against the Federalists to support the 1800 presidential election victory of Thomas Jefferson. By 1817, the Irish wanted in on Tammany society, and they were immigrants too and therefore should be included per Tammany's original platform. So they ruled Tammany Hall in many ways moving forward. In the 1830s, the headquarters was formed in New York City, thus becoming Tammany Hall, and in 1855, Fernando Wood became its first mayor. But what originally stood for noble ways of servicing humanity got deeper into corruption with gangs like the Dead Rabbits, harassing voters at election booths. Police bribery was rampant, and that was before Boss Tweed got a hold of it. In 1868, William Tweed, the new Grand Sanchim, New York City's third largest landowner, now had control of Tammany and, by extension, the Democratic Party. Tweed does have an interesting story, which I detail on my November 23rd ep. In short, he was elected to the U.S. Senate despite allegations for taking control of the city treasury to fill his pockets, as well as voter fraud. And his vast empire would be taken down by reform lawyer Samuel Tilden. And yet, somehow, Tammany Hall managed to rise from the ashes after that. Leaders such as Richard Croker, Alfred E. Smith, and Jimmy Walker dominated New York politics for decades. But Franklin D. Roosevelt who was governor of New York from 1928 to 1933, wasn't putting up with his corruption in any faction of the Democratic Party, New York or otherwise, and assisted NYC Mayor Fiorella LaGuardia to cut his powers and credibility. Tammany Hall lingered on for a few more decades until reform mayor John V. Lindsay, who was NYC mayor from 1966 to 1973, put the final nail in the coffin of the corrupt Tammany Hall. 